Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Miguel, uh, and I'm here with Luis, and we are a community of strangers. It's been an interesting week because of all the uh, all the news has been happening. So, as as you may know, on this week there were uh, the uh, the impeachment inquiry, um, and there are a few faces that um, that stand out, and they stand out because they are not your. Uh, Typical, say, U- U.S.-born yeah. diplomat or, I don't know, witness in the impeachment inquiry. Yeah, they are a little bit different. And, and they are different because they um, were either born in another country or uh, their parents came from different countries because of different reasons. People that stand out to, uh, I mean, to us and... Uh, they stand out to us because they are um, immigrants, right? Or or children of immigrants. Correct. And, and you know we are immigrants like them. So so this resonates with us. Uh, so yeah, there's there is one article from the Associated Press that says the Trump impeachment hearings highlight immigrant stories. And and yeah, I mean some of some of the things they said. Uh, they uh, resonated with me. Uh, they were actually very, um, in in a way, they were they to me they were very inspiring, and and it highlights a fact that um, sometimes we forget, and and it is uh, people who come here. They they were in a situation that. Um, could not be sustained anymore, right? They either were fleeing uh, persecution, they were fleeing poverty, they were fleeing, um, uh, you know, I don't know, the Soviet Union, Nazi Germany. Uh, they were in, in a situation that they just could not live in anymore. And, and in some cases, their their parents decided to, to leave that place and look for a better one. And what place was that it was the United States of America and now these um, uh, people are in I mean you can see they 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 work for the US government they are involved Um, they love the country that they live in Uh, and this is it's 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 really amazing to see that either the immigrants themselves or the children of immigrants serve uh, and, and the U.S. government—that's um, not. Uh, that's. I don't think that's something that you would see in other countries, right? That first-generation immigrants or second-generation immigrants would have these high positions of power. Um, I think that, that it's almost like something that they want to do to give back, um, because they are grateful to be here. And I say this, you know, firsthand because uh, I've always felt the need to do something to make a difference um, as a way to um, to show my gratitude to be here, part of this country. And let's not forget that regardless of your political views and, you know, what's happening uh, this week, these uh, people that we are going to mention, they decided to come here and be public servants. So they could have done other things, and I think some of them did for a little bit, but right now they have become public servants, and that's what they are doing and have been doing for um, quite a bit, which is great because at the end of the day, 
uh, they are serving the country that they have become and love. Let's see. Let's talk about them. Let's see who yeah. they are. Um, so one of them came from Northeast England. Uh, another one came from the former Soviet Union. Uh, and uh, another one was born in Canada. Two parents who fled the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany. Uh, and we have, there's a fourth one. Yes. Whose parents um, also fled. They fled Germany and they, uh, to uh, Uruguay first. Uruguay first. Okay. And, and then, then they settled in uh, Seattle. Is that correct? right? Yes. Seattle. Okay. So then they came to the, to the U.S. All right. All right. Let's, let's see who they are. First uh, person would be uh, Fiona Hale. Right. She is a former National Security Council official. And she said the, the following, I can say with confidence that this country has offered, me, has offered for me opportunities I never would have had in England. Um, and and she, she actually mentions that she has a very distinctive working class British accent, right? That would have prevented her from having the opportunities that she actually had here, here in the... And I do have to say, uh, because I was uh, waiting to hear her testimony this week, and I honestly didn't know anything about her, but then when I heard her speak, it blew my mind, because I was like, wait a minute, this person is a national security advisor, and, you know, she is a U.S. citizen, but her accent is British. And, I mean, right. it's like there's no confusion. Like, her accent is... Distinctly it, it, British. Yeah, right? it is. And it kind of it blew my mind and in a positive way, not, not in a bad way. Um, it's just I thought it was really interesting that... I mean, we, we, we forget this is, this is the America we know, right? Yeah. Uh, we are a melting pot. Uh, um, we, we talked about how the accents can give you an advantage sometimes or a disadvantage... Correct. Even though the accent itself doesn't prove how well educated or how uh, you know much you know, it just tells you what part of the earth you come from, you know, what region you come from. That's right. It just tells you you know where you grew up, maybe, or sometimes that you that you speak another language. In this case, in this case, you know, it just it, it tells that Fiona Hill was born in a place where English is spoken with a different accent. That's, that's all there is to it. And that she speaks British. And she speaks British English, <laughs> right? Right? It's, it's English. It's still English. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the fact that, that she says that this country has given her opportunities that she wouldn't have had in England, it resonates with us. Because we're here, in my case, because my parents um, didn't have the opportunities that their home countries that, that the U.S. offered for them and for us, for their kids. Many, many parents who come here, they actually look for a better future, not only for them, but especially for their kids. They say, I don't know if I cannot make it as long as I can have a work, a job, so that I can provide for my family so that they can then make it, right? So that they can then have, uh, be successful. Yeah. And that's, that's the story of... Uh, these officials. Now, Fiona Hill, she 
she wasn't she didn't come here when she was a kid it, it wasn't her parents who brought in here no right? she was um i think she was in her 20s um i believe so she was already older and it was her decision to come right so in this in her case she made a conscious decision to come here it was her choice Correct. it wasn't the case with some of the other people we're going to talk about but in her case it it, it was indeed her choice to come good choice For her and for us, because um, oh, yeah. she's very sharp. After listening to her testimonies, she's and very sharp. She's yeah. very, very sharp. Yeah, I mean, very confident. Right? Yes, yes. I mean, you can tell that she is very good at what she does in public service. In public service, and she's very good at what she does. That's true. That's very true. Now, the other person that testified this past uh, week, it's uh, Colonel Alexander Vindman. Now, her, his story is it's just a little bit different. Uh, in this case, it, it was uh, his parents that, that fled the Soviet Union, right? And, and uh, his parents came to the U.S. when he was three. He was three years old. So, so it wasn't his decision. It was his parents' decision to come. And now this has opened many opportunities for him and, and his uh, siblings, Now, he mentioned something that I think it was um, very important. Um, he said, in Russia, my act of expressing concern to the chain of command in an official and private channel would have severe personal and professional repercussions. And offering public testimony involving the president would surely cost me my life. That, that, that's very that's, powerful. That's, that, pow I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a crazy. fact. That is a fact. We enjoy freedoms in this country, and, the, and there is a balance of power where someone can come and share these concerns and not really be afraid that his life is at risk, right? Now, there, obviously, there are some worries that their people can, can retaliate against them, but the big picture, these, uh, you know, he, he feels confident he can tell the truth, And that his family will not be uh, persecuted for that, right? Or targeted, yeah. I thought it was very interesting, like we mentioned just uh, just recently, a lot of the people that come here, they feel the need and they want to serve because they want to give back. And so in his case, uh, his parents came to the U.S. and he has two siblings. And all three of them served in the military. Yeah. That's, that, that's power right there. There are people that serve, and that is amazing for them and for us. And there's people that don't serve, and that's okay as well. But to think that three kids that were not born in this country decided to come here and serve in the military, I think it speaks greatly. It's, um, a, it's a very palpable expression of gratitude. It is. Um, for the country that welcomed them. And then, then he said, when he, he like addressed his dad, right, um, And I, that, was, that was very inspiring to me. He said, Dad, I'm sitting here today in the U.S. Capitol talking to our elected professionals. Talking to our elected professionals is proof that you made the right decision 40 years ago. And yeah, he's, he's right. Then he said, do not worry, I'll be fine. Um, yeah, it, it was his parents who had to make this difficult choice of leaving everything behind in hopes for a better future. And it paid off. I mean, you can see that in their, in their public service. It, it has 
pero regardless of whether you know their uh, his testimony is gonna either help or not help in the impeachment inquiry the fact that they came here um, and that they contrib they are contributing to the U.S. society through their military service yeah it, it's something that that it's honorable and that it should be highlighted when he was um, asked I remember that they were asking him whether he was, I think it was pro the president or not. And he said, I am, I can't remember the exact word, but he basically said, I am always like a, a pro-American. So he, he basically was just saying that, you know, regardless of politics, his commitment is with the country. With the USA. Exactly. Again, you know, that is just... Amazing, and it's it's a great example of the kind of commitment that maybe we should all have um, with our country because it, this is the place that has given us so much and has given us every day freedom and stability. And, you know, maybe it's the, the, the same kind of commitment that we should all have with our country. That's right. He he also said, you know, what his father do uh, did, uh, it was a brave act. Right um, to to leave everything behind and come here, and he thanked him for. I mean, he exp expressed gratitude for the. He said the privilege of being an American citizen and public servant, where I can live free, free of fear for mine and my family's safety. Yeah, and isn't isn't that a reality for um, people that come here? Right, they they look not only for a place that will give him better economic opportunities, but a place uh, where their family uh, can be safe. And it, it's not an easy decision. I mean, I, I think that if you are younger, you maybe don't realize it or you don't think about it as much. I came here to live in this, in, in this great country when I was already, you know, a teenager, maybe like almost... In, in my 20s almost. Um, and, uh, you know, I had like $300 mm -hmm. in my pocket. Like, mm -hmm. like, and um, I had to get a job and, you know, and just go from there. And, yes, it was difficult, but it was just me. Imagine doing that when you know that you have a spouse that depends on you and you have three kids. That you have to feed yeah, and, and so it, it is a great responsibility, and it is uh, you know it's it's a very important decision that you have to make. It's almost like a leap of faith. That's true. That you that that you're taking, and and that is what's so great about this country is that it provides. Yeah. Then the that that's a, that's a very very true. The other person um, that is involved in this impeachment inquiry. It's Marie Yovanovitch. She uh, is the former ambassador to Ukraine. Right? She, Correct. Now, she came to the U.S. at the age of three. At first, you see that she came from Canada. You're like, well, there's not much of a difference from Canada. Uh, but, but it was uh, her father fled the Soviets. Her mother grew up in Nazi Germany. And they first went to Canada. And, and then they came to the U.S. And she said, uh, she said the following, their personal histories, my personal history gave me both deep gratitude towards the United States and great empathy for others like the Ukrainian people who want to be free. 
Yeah, again, she's mentioning, she's, she's saying specifically that, that, you know, she feels gratitude for the U.S. Why? Because they, you know, her family had the chance to, to live in a safe uh, environment, uh, in an environment where she could uh, achieve something, right, and serve and give back to, to the country that welcomed them. Yeah. Um, there is one more. It's uh, is it Gordon Sondland? Um, so, uh, so for him, his parents um, they left. Um, so he was he's the one that was born in the U.S. Right? He was born in the U.S. Correct. But his parents uh, left Nazi Germany, and then they went to Uruguay, and they I think they were there for like I don't know a few years or or not. Not too long, and then mm-hmm. they flew to the U.S. So, they settled in Seattle. Correct. That's what they, yes, that's where he grew up. He is uh, a public servant now. Mm-hmm. However, he made quite a bit of success, um, basically from scratch, uh, by by having and investing in in hotels. Again, a great success story, you know, regardless of your political views, you know, whether what you think of, of this person, um, you could say that he is, I mean, I mean he... That, ha- that's the, the dream the, the parents had. You exactly. Know, I want to give my kid an opportunity at life, uh, a pathway to success, and whether you like him or not, he achieves success in a way, right? He's right now... He is the the ambassador to the European Union. Correct. Now you can, you know, you you, you can maybe say, okay, but well, this this guy paid his way into, uh, you know, this position. Well, he he had money to pay, uh, then which means he had the opportunity to to be somewhat, you know, in in, in a way successful, and 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 still serve serve the country. So he. Um, he he has a story to highlight. Someone yeah. that that was able to not stay, uh, and um, you know he was assimilated into the country, and he is an American like like uh, yeah. anybody. It doesn't family. It doesn't matter that that um, his family uh, was not born in the U.S. His parents. Um, he's just as good as any fifth, sixth generation American. He is an American. Yeah, and he he has had the same kind of su- uh, success. Yeah, so so these uh, just are a few stories of people that are involved in the, in the impeachment inquiry and the hearings, and you can see just from there, um, they represent America, the good, the bad, but they represent America, and 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 they, this is the reality of the U.S. This is a a country that was uh, created. Uh, by immigrants that came here always looking looking for a better future uh, for them or for their kids uh, and that's that's still the reality of the immigrants you can say like uh, it's been said many times yeah they don't contribute much well you know we're here to contribute we're held we're here to give back um, and and that part of the immigrant story is usually not highlighted, right? Correct. Usually the, the, the stories that come up in the news most of the time is uh, when someone gets in trouble. 
and somehow somehow the those people that get in trouble with the law that that um, you know commit a crime those are the those are the stories that get highlighted and somehow become the uh, they be, you know they're made representatives of the culture of, of the immigrants all of a sudden we hear people say okay you know if he or she is like that every immigrant is like that they're all like that um, but when somebody comes here and works hard and, and provides for their family and pay their taxes those stories are never highlighted the good people are never never in the news yeah it, it's almost like we're always like looking for the bad and not so much for the good it's easier to see the bad right it's easier to highlight the bad um, and, and and when it's that is used as proof that that we are uh, we are a burden to the US it's, it's very unfair it is well it, it, it has been a great episode, and I really hope that you guys enjoyed uh, the article as much as we have. Again, there are many success stories and many stories of people that have helped this country and maybe people, many people that have uh, settled and do great things. So, again, you know, let's not focus on the bad, uh, rather on the good, and uh, teach our kids those things. That's true. Until next time, we are a community of strangers. <laughs>